0: It's
1: the best bits of the all day breakfast reheated on Sin ninety (laughs) point (laughs) seven. Good late afternoon, ladies and gents. We're back at it again, like the team that never ever stops. It's too hot outside, so get in, chuck your radios on, or put the aircon in the car, because it's the all day breakfast on Sin ninety point seven, and. (laughs) <laughs> like, a, like a jar of marmalade, we're jam-packed today nice. so. How
2: do we all simultaneously break into Zoidberg impersonations? <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess we're all a
1: little crabby oh. <laughs> We, didn't, oh, we right. didn't draw that card last week, that was a problem <laughs> <laughs> uh, We've got a humongous, ginormous, <laughs> other synonyms for big show I'd
3: say Jewelungus, because Jules Lund hey. is on the show My, my travel hero and all-round CEO man and legend He's going to be on the show talking about his new venture, Tribe.
1: You probably know him from Getaway.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you probably know him from Getaway. I know him from Getaway, and I know him personally. Not really, but he Do came on the show. Sh- he did follow you on Twitter. <laughs> he so. did. And oh. it's, uh, yep, I've been squealing all afternoon. What else we got, Josh? Well, that's
2: as close as a personal acquaintances get now as a Twitter follow. <laughs> but we've also got... Bonnie's
1: bonbons.
4: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Bonnie's bonbons with a twist this week. Ooh. I'll have you know.
1: Little little lime twist. Yeah. What, you'll be, you'll be what telling, a tease!
3: You'll be telling jokes that our dads don't have to do on Christmas Day, yep. am I right? Absolutely. Excellent.
1: We've yeah. got a uh, we've got a great little chance for you to earn a little bit more cash dollary dollary bills before Christmas comes around. I've got a fresh little invention, right for all the ladies and gents and boys and girls out there. Is it good? I. Pff- Yep. <laughs> Brent, Brent, stop
2: trying to suck me into your pyramid scheme again. Yeah. Uh, no, this one's good. Have you heard of the Sphinx? Uh, it's a big cat. Save it. On, save, save it. it. Hang uh, on, save it. Save it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Blast. we got weather traffic and the bulletin, as usual, on Australia's latest breakfast show. Stick around. Up first, we've got Paul Elstack with Rainbows in the Sky. Yep.
0: See the high? Half the day is gone and the best is still to come on the All Day Breakfast. 90.7. We're almost at the finish line. Let's go! Five, six, seven, eight.
2: Up in your seats. Up in your seats. Let's go! and baby, and me crazy. My obsession for the western That day. actually
3: mixes in. So if you're a DJ, that would be that would totally work. Five, six, seven, eight. But that was DJ Paul Elstack with Rainbow's High in the Sky Oh yeah. on the All Day Breakfast in 90.7. Josh, Bonnie, Brent, and line You know what it's time for
4: the bulletin
3: the hardest news theme you'll ever hear (laughs) bonnie's bulletins
4: good afternoon i'm bonnie barkmire for the all-day breakfast bulletin a family holidaying in townsville have come across an unwelcome guest when they were about to cool off in the waters of the strands foreshore in true north queensland fashion a two to three meter crocodile was spotted swimming Mm. in the ocean near the popular tourist destination the youngest member of the family, Jake, told reporters they probably wouldn't be going for a swim today or tomorrow. <laughs>
5: no.
4: Another spectator sorry, another spectator of the curious reptile couldn't tell if the animal was an alligator or a crocodile. However, this is easily easily distinguishable as one will see you later and one will see you in a while. <laughs> <laughs> a mum of two has been <laughs> late reaction there,
1: No, uh, I was internal for a second. <laughs>
4: A mum of two has been left red-faced after taking her children to get a, a a photo with Santa at a local shopping centre in Kessnock in New South Wales earlier this week. Tammy Hopley noticed her two-year-old son Ryder was sticking up his middle finger in the picture when she went to send the photo to a friend. Miss Hopley has reiterated that the two-year-old didn't know what the gesture meant after the photo went viral. Santa later commented on the ordeal, but said only three words, ho-ho, no.
5: <laughs> <Yes>.
4: <laughs> it's lucky the photo with Santa wasn't taken on a North Polaroid camera. Nice. <laughs> so the rude gesture could be identified. And yes, that was a little taster of what's to come later in the show for Bonnie's Bon Bon.
5: Correct.
4: <laughs> A US kindergartner is raking in millions of dollars by reviewing toys on his YouTube cha- YouTube channel, which to some people might not make any sense.
5: <laughs>
4: Ryan, whose last name is unknown, has been named as one of the highest-paid YouTube stars of 2017 by Forbes magazine. The 6-year-old makes 11 million US dollars per year, What's which that? is more than 14.6 million Australian dollars, just by opening and playing with new toys. I don't know about you guys, but if money talks, all mine ever does is wave goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) To Sports News Now and the NRL has issued the Manly Sea Eagles with a significant breach notice following an investigation into salary cap issues at the club. If the findings are confirmed, the proposed sanctions for the club could include a hefty fine, while they will also be required to adjust the salary cap for 2018. The Sea Eagles did try to get away with the breach. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. But the NRL were quick to tackle the problem. <laughs> sports ball. <More> sports. <laughs> that's everything I've got for rugby puns, is I don't really know much about the sport. That's okay. <laughs> and that's all for the news and sport. You're on the all day breakfast.
0: So whether or not you should go outside report with Josh Parrish. Ready, 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 ready. Hmm.
2: I think you missed out causing a ruckus. Could work that in. Nice. Mm. Missed opportunities. (laughs) It's that most wonderful time of the year. Snow angels, silver bells, carols, mulled wine and eggnog by a roaring wood fire. Unfortunately, we live in the southern hemisphere (laughs) and are thus located inside the roaring wood fire. If you do choose to venture into the post-apocalyptic wasteland that is a concreted suburban street, remember to put your underwear in the freezer overnight mm. and pack three emergency super dupers. <laughs> Some foolish souls are in- with impractically low levels of melatonin are still planning on playing cricket in this weather mm. in a preposterous summertime tradition known as the Ashes. <laughs> it's named as such because the Ashes will be all that's left of most <laughs> of the participants after the five-day ordeal is complete. Well done. Those fans... <laughs> <laughs> Those fans suffering from heatstroke-induced psychosis will, as always, be sectioned and penned into the psychiatric institution known as Bay 13. <laughs> oh. that and dark that's day. all for the all-day breakfast because it was too hot.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: Goodbye.
2: Yeah. So sh- should we go outside? Yeah. Yeah. Just play the play the end of the outro stinger. That's it. That is it for the show. I think we're all done. Yeah.
0: Call <laughs> color, quits. No. It's the oh, there's more content. Traffic report on Sin 90.7.
3: Checking the heartbeat of the Melbourne thing. To the <laughs> helipads now, and millions of helicopter parents have flown their unique level of neediness in and around suburban shopping centres in search of that elusive, highly expensive present for their little one. Despite their little ones spewing on them, having massive snot bubbles hanging out their face, helicopter mums and dads of Australia are out in force with fierce determination. So my advice is stay well clear of any parent's and children having cataclysmic tantrums in any shopping centre that you may find yourself in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think that was you before the show, Eli. Correct. Yeah. yeah.
3: To the colder sacks of conflict now and four common minors. But that's the like, that's the birds with the with the black feathered head and yellow eyes. Have you seen them with brown feathers? Yeah right. They're sure. so not children. Had to no no no, my, like M Y N A's, the the birds. Come on. Yep, they were spotted punching on in the middle of a road in North Melbourne yesterday. <laughs> state they weren't all like they weren't really punching on, they're more like just beaking at each other. <laughs> and the All Day Breakfast has attained exclusive, exclusive <laughs> audio of the fight. Tweet, tweet, squawk, nah, 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 tweet, 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 tweet. Squawk, 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 tweet, 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 tweet. It's
2: your most ambitious bit yet, Eli. <laughs> Yeah.
3: <laughs> the punch-up was eventually resolved after flying off because a car was driving towards them. Otherwise, the theory of evolution would have ran them right over. Because cars are bigger than birds, you know? Yeah. Other than that, car parks worldwide are taken. Don't even bother trying to find one. They're just walk everywhere. Actually, don't walk everywhere because it's you're going to melt. As Josh Parrish just said in the weather or not, you should go outside and report. <laughs> Stay inside. Play a little tabletop cricket or marbles. But don't lose your marbles. People will be asking about you and getting concerned. That's all in traffic.
1: Oh. <laughs> it was a crash course with something there, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's fun watching Brenny visibly squirm. <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah. <laughs> What are you
1: skirming about? The, the, oh, this, no, it was really good.
2: I um, mean, loves, <laughs> loves Jim Carrey, but, you know, this is his ultimate cringe humour. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what
3: about Tweak Tweak Squark"? Squawk? Yeah. good as as a legitimate audio grab.
1: Uh, we anyway, uh, <laughs> we've got Jules Line coming on after this. I promise it's going to be so much better. <laughs> but just before that, we've got a great track by the Marley Man himself. Old Bobby Boy's putting on Jammin'. You're on C90.7, All Day Breakfast. Well done. Yeah, just real quick, this is obviously not Marley. This is <laughs> definitely Sia, but enjoy anyway. You're on the All Day Breakfast, Sid 907 and we are now joined by Mogul, CEO of Tribe, former TV and radio presenter and Eli's personal hero, Mr <laughs> Jules Lund. How are you, sir? Great,
3: Kate How are you? We're
1: Good. We're doing great. We're doing great.
3: It's a pleasure to have you here stopping by the All Day Breakfast. Thank you so much for donating your time for us.
6: You're very welcome. This better be bloody good, though. I mean, I've got high expectations.
3: Well, if you are on Australia, if you have listened to Australia's latest record show, you'll know it's all we do. (laughs) Meeting high
6: expectations. Good. I mean, your reputation precedes you. I mean, I travel a lot for work, and everyone's talking about you.
5: (laughs) Oh,
6: okay. Germany, Singapore... Um, Japan, they all have a warrant for your arrest out at the moment.
1: (laughs) I was really worried about all those advertisements in cafes that say all-day breakfast. That was a real worry. (laughs) (laughs) That's
6: exactly right. Every time I pick up a menu, there you guys are.
1: Our our promotion budget is so out of the water. (laughs) It's obscene.
3: (laughs) We've we've got a few questions for you. The first one is, tell us what you were like at university.
6: Oh, God, I was a shocker. So I went to an all-boys school... Mm -hmm. Um, How long have you got?
2: (laughs) (laughs) As long as you give us
6: Well I went um, I went to an all boys school And then um, it was De La Salle College in Malvern So by the time I got to uni Which was actually taped So I was down at Swinburne and Paran And I was studying graphic design Uh, By the time I got there and realised I was in the same class As girls uh, I think my brain exploded So (laughs) um, I was pretty flirty Um, to say the least. And um, all was going well. I, you know, uh, I tried to sort of romance... um, I was playing a numbers game, so as many (laughs) girls as I could because I knew most of them would fall over. And, um, And then one night when Crown Casino opened up, I ended up smashing out all of my teeth. So I ended up spending the next 12 months with this big, massive sort of fat lip and a fake teeth plate... My like dentures
5: mm-hmm. and
6: so I didn't get much action. So by then I was able to focus on my studies yep. and I was able to excel. So, so that was what I was like in uni.
3: So you're telling me your beautiful teeth that I've come to know on <laughs> our T V screens and billboards for radio, Fox FM and your former career as an entertainer, they, they were they're what, they're surgically inserted?
6: Exactly. Eli, they were the ugliest teeth. I would never have got a TV (laughs) TV had I had my old teeth. So it all worked out well, except for my dad who paid 25 grand to get these fake porcelain ones screwed in.
1: I actually have a fake tooth, so I I feel you, Rather, That's what it's all about. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, honestly,
6: I had a a gap between my front teeth and a chip on either side, um, a chip on either tooth at Mm -hmm. the front. Yep. Like it was, it was, it was unpretty. So there, there you go. I mean, you know, if, if if anyone wants to get into TV, all you have to do is grab the back of their hair and slam them into a table in front of them. <laughs> Bonnie's not convinced. to Bonnie. Anyone says they want to get into TV, just get them to headbutt a table. It's good.
2: So when was your first break in the entertainment industry? Did it come immediately after the dental surgery, or was it sometime further down the track?
6: It wasn't long after. Um, By the time my face settled down and I had some fakies put in, uh, I got a new sort of, um, I had a newfound confidence, Mm -hmm. and I travelled overseas with uh, a friend of mine, and we did sort of all the talk show circuits, so rather than go to sort of theme parks, through America we did a summer camp, then we went to things like... um, uh, Ricky Lake and Jerry Springer and Aww. Sally Jesse Raphael and we used to just get up because we'd just give each other dares and get up in the audience and just start to mouth off but during that we'd get in all these arguments with you know male prostitutes and the like um, <laughs> we we ended up realising TV's fun and so I was studying graphic design by the time I came back then I went for an audition with um, Eddie Maguire, uh, Maguire Media and I was helping him out on a like a kids' show, yep. and uh, which was just like Jerry Springer, but with male prostitutes. <laughs> and, and then we ended up um, doing a little bit of work there, and then I won a radio competition, and sort of I got into sort of the entertainment industry via that.
4: Yeah, right. What a break.
6: Yeah. That's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not expecting any of these answers, are you?
1: <laughs> I, I didn't know there was so much male prostitution in the TV industry. <laughs> <laughs> this
6: is. Is oh, it load, load. How <laughs> do you think I finally got in? <laughs> <a contract? laughs>
4: now, apart from, obviously, the
6: uh, male prostitution,
4: what was your favourite thing about your time living inside the radio and
6: television? Um, look, I, I actually loved it. My favourite thing about radio was always the listeners. Because, you know, when, uh, when you have a big radio show, like a national radio show there's so many people listening, you can literally ask any question. You know, like I, and I used to just be fascinated by people's dinner party stories. You know, what's that one story that if you were put in the spotlight, you would share? And everyone's got one cracker. And so you think if you've got all those listeners, I used to just try to surface those. So. In the end, I just started to ask really random questions, and I had a sort of, uh, had a segment called We Got One, right, just mm-hmm. for me to ask a question, and if we, we managed to get one, it, w- it would be a success. So I'd ask things like, have you died? <laughs> <laughs> and, and people would ring up with stories of how they woke up in the morgue oh after car God. accidents, and then I said, oh. have you been shot? And people would ring up about how they accidentally shot themselves, or... What? And so then, that was the Fifi and Jewel show, and it was amazing, the stories. And also, I didn't have to do any work then, (laughs) because they were doing all the storytelling. (laughs) Then when I did the breakfast show on, um, it was me and a Spice Girl, Mel B, and Sophie Monk and Merrick Watts, we did the radio show. We had so few listeners (laughs) that I couldn't ask any question at all. In fact, even if I said, have you got a phone, they wouldn't have rung up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) How does that make you like? How does that make you feel when you're, you know, in a in a prime time breakfast slot and no one's ringing in to you?
6: Oh, devastating! So you just got to go back to your bank account and see that they're still paying you, <laughs> and then you go back on air the next day with a smile.
4: <laughs> I wish we could say the same thing about us. Thank God, it'
1: is fun. <laughs> uh, Look, so uh, when you think about getaway, uh, you know your one of your biggest claims to fame. We think about you, Jules Lund. Tell us, you've lapped the world hundreds of times. Which one's your favourite spot?
6: Look, it's funny. I, I always, after a while, I got spoiled because I started to hate going back to the same places, like going to like an LA or a London, or I just hated cities, right? And I wanted to go out in the beaten track because. You know like now i've got two kids and a wife like i'm not going to take the massive gambles like i get so few holidays to go into some random spot in like tanzania you know and then get there and go nah this is bad you know (laughs) take all my kids there so i knew that and i always wanted to be sent into the jungles and just do all this random stuff Mm -hmm. So, in one of my favorite experiences was actually in tanzania and through kenya so we went there. Kenya's an amazing spot. Like, it's got just, it, it's just got all the best that Africa has to offer. So it's got spectacular scenery. And, um, and then you've also got primitive tribes. Like, I don't like history because it's boring, but I love living history. Mm-hmm. And you'd be standing in front of these tribes, and they were just, you know, literally, you know, the Maasai warriors are jumping up and down because that's how it demonstrates that they're, you know, they're hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and to attract the girls, and you know they'd have spears and, and machetes, and you know, like it was, it was just fascinating. It felt like you're going back in time. But when I was sort of there, and not to mention, you know, you've got literally lions roaming around, and so where you're sleeping, there's just you can hear them, and and people walk yeah. you back to your tent with guns Ooh. because literally people get taken all the time, all the staff members. Yeah. So you've got this sort of eclectic dangerous mix which i kind of liked but then i got sick there and um and this witch doctor sort of shook these stones and sticks inside of this big um sort of uh uh it was like a container but made of a nut and um he he rolled it out and and um he he summoned for a cow to be walked over to me and what they did is they speared the cow the vein in the cow's neck and this is to try to make me feel better, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then they they got this sort of weird cup and they drained a little bit of the blood. Now, oh. the cow didn't die, Bonnie, so it's all good. Okay. And, and then they mixed that blood with urine and milk. And oh. then... They mixed it and then all the flies are around and then they handed it to me to drink.
5: Oh, oh no! <laughs> I,
2: I think Eli's the one going white in the face, not
5: Bonnie. <laughs> oh.
6: So I drank it and my camera crew were laughing because they were reading the back at the, the back pages of the Lonely Planet that sort of talks about the health and all these things that I was going to catch. They're like going, yep, and you're going to be. Have this sort of bacteria and this parasite, and you're going to be bleeding from the eyes. Yeah. In the end, I actually felt better, and those guys got violently ill from oh. the ketchup, the tomato sauce at the airport on the way home. <laughs> oh no.
1: that's, uh, that's the perfect way to disregard the old sentiment don't have a cow. <laughs> True. Jules, that's
3: crazy. That is, <laughs> you, Getaway did not show that part. <laughs>
6: No, no, look, to be honest, clothes are overrated.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Brandy just fist-pumped in the studio. I think you're, you're speaking his language right now.
1: If, uh, I'm, I'm a little worried about the similarities. I was the flirty boy at school, now I've lost the tooth. And there's a very real opportunity you'll find me naked in a foreign country as well. So, you know, could could be a lot of similarities going on here.
2: <laughs> now... I'm, you might not be aware, but we actually do have our own travel presenter here on the show, except he's a, his travel presenter with a twist is a little different. So if you were to give any advice to Australia's foremost travel blogger, or travel flogger as we call him, that's Eli, that's <laughs> what would that advice be? Oh,
6: travel as far as you can on someone else's money. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the part. I haven't got on someone else's money Yes, That's the, that's the part. Right, part. Right. How do I, what's the convincing stage I need to go through?
6: Oh look! To be honest, it probably sort of loops back to what I was saying before, which is just do all the scary stuff now. Just do the madness, you know. Go, go, do um, Mount Kilimanjaro. Go into Bolivia. Do all the dangerous stuff because mm-hmm. you know going to Seminyak and Leggy and Bali will always be there,
1: <laughs> <laughs> unless that volcano gets a bit rowdy. <laughs> exactly that rowdy volcano. <laughs> well, we're going to cut to a song there now, Jules. And uh, as we do every time, we'd like to give you the option to select which one you'd like. Is there any burning tunes you have in your noggin there?
6: Um, look, I'm going to go... I, I've been tossing up a tune. Michael Jackson's beat it. I kind of like... <laughs> I sort of like um, Don't Stop Believing by Journey. And I was also thinking to the sweet child of mine by Guns N' Roses. Bonnie, can you help me out? Do you
4: know any of those? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon the Michael Jackson one. We haven't had any. Great. Michael.
1: All right, let's Good beat it. I'm just gonna wave my magical radio wand. And just like any other song, You Can't Beat It, here it yeah. is, Michael Jackson on Sin ninety point seven. Welcome back. You're on the all-day breakfast on Sin
2: 90.7, and that was, of course, Michael Jackson's Beat It. And we're still here with Jules Lund, Eli's travel-presenting hero, and Mm -hmm. the CEO of Tribe.
6: So you've... I I feel like I should correct you, but I kind of like being the CEO. I'm actually the founder of Tribe, but I hired this superstar CEO, but... You know, the chances are I work him so hard he's not listening right now. So <laughs> I'll just, I'll just take that as well.
2: <laughs> we'll give you all the titles you like, mate. Thanks for joining Great. us today. <laughs> So you've turned your love of influencing behaviour into a business so successful that you pretty much do what you want with your time. So tell us more about this company and, and what it does.
6: Well, essentially, like I, I came through TV, and when I got into radio, all my ideas were visual, which doesn't work on radio because people can't see you. So they all said, that was five years ago, they said just, you know, just do all those ideas on social media that no one really cares about in, in radio at that time. So I was able to build up our Facebook page and Twitter and Instagram, but I just fell in love with it and realized there was just a lot of value within it, and I, I enjoyed it as a content creator. Mm-hmm. And um, and then because of that, I was over, we were able to drive our Facebook page up to become the most engaged brand page in the country, oh. out of all categories. And then from that, a lot of the brands and media agencies were asking my network, how did we build it? So then I went out and started consulting to them on how to sort of engage social tribes. And then I was inundated with all these sponsored post requests. So that was before there was such a thing as influencer marketing. Nice. And then I sort of just went, oh, this is a nightmare, Go doing all of this via emails, etc. So I just set about creating an app, and that's what we, we launched two years ago. We've now got about 60 of us. In, um, we're in about six cities across the globe. We launched in London in April, and that's going really well. We've cool. got about eight people over there, about sort of 25 in our Melbourne office which mm-hmm. is headquarters and then we've got a sydney team and then in uh, mumbai and philippines but that help us sort of support and, and do some of the development as well so yeah essentially we've worked with sort of four and a half thousand different brands and the brands just want to access those difficult to reach audiences that um beautiful content creators uh, on social media have been able to cultivate these little audiences so um, the idea is that we help um, brands access those conversations, so the the brands upload a brief, and it might be, mm-hmm. you know, it could be anything like Nutella or Corona, or um, it could be Samsung, and and they'll just basically say, hey, if there's any cool content creators out there that do cool social media content, why don't you celebrate our Nutella and and make you know some beautiful cake out of it and then take a photo and submit it to us. And basically, if the brand loves the content and the fact that they can reach 50,000 people at the press of a button, they'll approve it and buy it for a couple of hundred bucks. So the influencers just made a couple of hundred bucks from doing what they do best. The brand's just access this audience and we sort of sit in the middle of this marketplace.
3: Wow, okay. So if I'm Australia's foremost travel flogger and trying (laughs) to stay at seven-star hotels, I just get (laughs) in contact with Tribe and they put me in contact with the hotels and I just go there and make Uh, content or...?
6: (laughs) Not really, it's sort of a business, yes I mean, you can do that already with hotels But it's about, like if you download the Tribe app Like Mm -hmm. if you type in Tribe Influencer In either um, the Google Play or the the App Store You'll just see, like there's 300 briefs there For every known brand You know, it can be um, beauty, it can be fashion It can be tech, um, travel, you name it And you just see these pieces and if it's sort of something that you already use and love, like we say, if you don't own it or you're not willing to buy the product, Mm -hmm. you actually have no right to recommend that your tribe should. So essentially for us, it's like it you know, we don't give out samples and then the content creator sees that brief and they go out and celebrate it up front. They've got no guarantee of getting paid. So if it's Moet, they go out and buy a bottle of Moet and you know they they celebrate it in a really cool way with a clip or a boomerang or mm. a gif or something, and then they submit it. So the brand now just sees you know hundreds of pieces of content, and they just pick the ones they love. Wow.
1: Yeah, well, uh, that was the nicest ways to say no to Eli that I've ever
6: heard. <laughs> I, geez, I was peddling. I mean, how did I go? I, was, I mean, I, I, I did everything you. but grab the phone and throw it over the fence. I panicked so much. <laughs>
1: he just—I I didn't even see him cry till I called that punch just there. <laughs> you did well. You backed out. <laughs>
6: That's true. Now, I mean, Eli, if you've got three thousand followers or more, you can you can submit on the tribe app. If you don't, um, I don't know, you'll just have to be followed by the other three. <laughs> oh,
4: good stuff. So, Jules, can you tell us what's the difference between a micro-influencer and a macro-and-cheese influencer?
6: Wow, that's cool. Um, that's a really good point. I have no answer to that. We, we work with micro-influencers that have between 3,000 and 100,000 followers. hmm We've got about 25,000 of those, but we don't have any mac and cheese informed. Oh. So yeah. I mean, look, to be honest, maybe we have some in there. I mean, there's plenty of food influences in there, so I dare say plenty of them eat mac and cheese.
1: Well, they're, uh, they're high in carbs and high in content. That's uh, It's important to get them on your team. <laughs> <laughs>
6: exactly right. Well said.
1: Now, Jules, we've asked you a lot of questions
2: today, but there's something we have to address. So I hope you're ready for the big question.
3: This question okay. is so big, it, it's got its own. It's got 175,000 Instagram followers.
2: <laughs> it's a question so big, it, it's got more frequent flyer miles than anybody else in the world.
1: It's a question wow. so big, it turned down Hamish and Andy's Logie spit roast dinner invites.
4: <laughs> it's a question wow. so big, it's even got its own stinger, and here it is.
3: Jules Lund former TV and radio host, now the CEO, main man, founder <laughs> of Tribe, an influencing app. What do you eat for breakfast?
6: Oh, God, is there a time limit? Um, <laughs> this is a tough one. This is a tough one. I'm starting to sweat. I actually have i have an omelette. So it's a three-egg omelette, one yolk. Then I have sliced mushrooms, tomatoes, a bit of basil from the back garden, Ooh. and some um, triple smoked ham.
2: Ooh. I'm just relieved it didn't involve cow blood, personally.
6: Yeah, good point. Oh, no, and plenty of urine.
3: Ah. <laughs> As a side, just in a, in a, in a nice little glass.
6: But I, I actually... So what I do is on a Sunday night, I make five of them because I'm so lazy and my mornings are so panicky. Mm-hmm. So I make five of them and I, and I package them up and put Glad Wrap over them so in the morning... And I don't have any bread with it. So this is what I did about oh, 12 months ago and lost heaps of weight. Turns out that the natural muesli I was having was the reason I had a gut. Uh-huh. So this has is, this is worked me out, solved the problem, and now I'm not hungry until lunch. So uh, perfect.
3: Hang on, so you're saying muesli, because that's my staple. That, that, puts, that makes None. you put on weight?
6: It is amazing. I, I watched that sugar show, you know, you know sugar <laughs> film. Oh, that was yeah, yep. incredible. It, 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 that was one of the things that changed me. But there I was thinking that I was eating healthy
5: mm-hmm.
6: and for years, and I wasn't. And so all this, it, like this muesli that I had that was natural, not even toasted, had like four teaspoons of sugar before I left the house. And I thought I was doing the healthy thing. So oh. now I just skip that, and I am... Um, I mean, my abs are <laughs> ripped. Can't see because there's a lot of beer gut over the front, but I reckon
1: they're ripped. You've thrown away your washing machine. Still, you're cleaning on that. <laughs> I, I actually also am a fan of the omelette. However, I surgically remove all my eggs because I hated the sentiment that you can't have an omelette without breaking a few eggs. I went, nah, let's let's weave them all out. <laughs>
4: that
6: is brilliant, brilliant.
4: Now, Jules, before we go, um, where can we find you on social media? Obviously, you mentioned where we can find um, the Tribe and download the Tribe. Yeah, yeah.
6: So, look, uh, it's pretty simple. It's just at Jules1 on all the social media platforms. And then Tribe is just at Tribe. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn, yeah. etc. as well. So we had to have a few people killed to get those handles. But <laughs> hey, you know, that's what used by the CEO, which I am not.
2: Well, as they say, you can't have an omelette. You know, <laughs> good
3: point. Jules Lund, thank you so much for stopping by the All Day Breakfast. It's been an absolute delight to talk to you.
6: No worries, guys. Awesome to meet you all. Thanks.
2: Thanks for the push. Stick around. You're on the all-day breakfast on Sin 90.7. We'll be back right after this.
0: We're putting the kettle on with the all-day breakfast on Sin 90.7. Buh, 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 buh. Oh, boom, boom. And there
1: we go. There's the jam, I promised, just before the interview. And we're jamming up your day with great content. That's right. Mm. It's the hottest radio show in town, the latest breakfast, the all-day breakfast on Sin 90.7. Mm-hmm. You that know what else was hot?
3: Bob Marley's jamming. And Jules London's interview that we had just before you heard that it was great we talked to him for much longer than you heard and you can find it on the thing that we do we what we do we record our shows and we save them out and we up what are the, what are the what happens when you save a radio show and you upload it online.
5: Too, yeah.
4: That would be a potty boy.
3: Yes, yeah, yeah. So you can find the extended interview of us talking to Jules Lund in the potty boy.
1: On iTunes, Omni and Spotify. So that's the old day breakfast we're headed. But let's get on to the old day breakfast, which is what we're in now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's time to get in the spirit. The little jingle bells are ringing. It's time for... <laughs>
4: Great. Oh, I thought it, we actually had like a stinger, but that's all right. Buddy's
5: bonbons. <laughs> that's
3: a stinger. I'm sorry,
2: buddy.
4: Okay. Now, the twist this week, mm-hmm. if you will, guys. Is it,
1: is it
3: twisty like the end of a bonbon? Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. Absolutely.
4: Will you help me tell the jokes?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No, nice. d- no. <laughs> I'm trying to make that a thing. Yeah. Brent
2: tries to help each week, but you don't usually appreciate it. Yeah, you never let yeah. me.
4: Well, this week I am. Whew. Now, the other twist is that when you tell the joke, you have to sing it in the tune of the song that I have listed in brackets before the joke. Oh. Got it? Uh, okay. Go, okay. I'll go first just to give you a little taste tester. Okay. So you got to, first of all, guess the song and then maybe come up with the answer to the bonbon, but... I'll tell you the answer as well.
3: Oh. <laughs> like a true comedian. Okay, ready? Yep.
4: What kind of motorbike does Santa ride?
3: I don't even know what Santa. Oh, so many levels.
4: Um, a sleigh. Okay, a I'll,
2: sleigh I'll, wasaki five hundred
3: cc <laughs> Yeah, two fifty oh. car
2: Sorry, X. Sorry, are you
4: guessing the joke or the song? I couldn't tell what the song was. <laughs> okay, a I'll just What oh, wait. What kind of motorbike does Santa ride?
5: That's not a song.
4: <laughs>
5: That's
2: <Yeah>. a <laughs> is one note. Okay, I'll
4: try and do the. Um...
2: I've always thought this segment was a bit one note, but this is taking it literally. <laughs> okay. Wait. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh,
4: <Josh>. Finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> you just breathe, Josh. <laughs> Josh. What, so what? What? The what? song obviously was Jingle Bells. No. Nope. Yeah. I'll do it again. <laughs> what kind of motorbike does Santa ride? All the way. Oh. <laughs> okay. And okay. the answer is Holly Davidson. Oh, Holly Davidson. <laughs> I thought it was a KRX2 feature. <laughs> <laughs> Who anyways, wants
3: to go next? Josh. Alright. I'm, I'm
4: Yeah, right. go on then. It's actually hard. So.
2: <laughs> Why are Christmas trees so bad at sewing?
3: <laughs> Why are Christmas trees so bad at sewing? Oh. Why are Christmas
2: trees so bad at sewing? Why are Christmas Jim trees so bad at sewing?
3: You have to
4: answer <laughs> the joke the right to now To town Thank you Josh oh, why Santa Claus is coming to town Santa
3: Claus, Yep And why are Christmas trees so bad at sewing? I have no idea I've, no got, idea. I've got nothing They're always time. dropping their needles <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, Oh that was sweet. a banger of a joke <laughs> <laughs> Belter. Or a cracker of a joke <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 This is tricky <laughs> <laughs> You're right Whoa
3: All the single ladies All
1: the uh, <laughs> Nah <laughs> uh, Just tell the jokes mate What do you nah, What do you
3: call an elf who
2: sings hip hop <laughs> Elf who sings hip hop um, I'm bad songs. I can't sing it's is, that a, is that a Jack Kerouac beat poem or something
3: Is it yeah. DMX Because he <laughs> just did uh, Rudolph the Reindeer It's You can find that on like he Yeah he released a <laughs> Christmas song It's really wild You're very close oh. So it's not DMX.
1: It's a rapper.
5: <laughs> oh! <laughs> it's pretty yeah, good, Hang on, that's a really good joke. Yeah, really good.
4: <laughs> Thanks, Kendall. <Cardo>. All right, <laughs> she's still
5: here. Yeah. Go home.
2: <laughs> it's nearly Christmas. You kids miss we you. We need to evict her from the Sin Studios by <laughs> a <via> phone
3: pole.
6: <laughs> <laughs> what
3: go. did Mrs. Claus say to Santa Fa-la-la-la-la. when they are looking out the window?
4: That was
1: great. <laughs> <laughs> I, at least you could do it. Hang on, it
3: says Silent Night. Is that is that it? No, no that's no, not, no, not Silent
4: Night. But okay. you're you're that,
1: what that, what that song thing. am I singing? You're, <laughs> you're singing the one that I was trying to do before, Dick the Holes. Oh, yeah.
3: what did Mrs. Claus say to Santa when they were looking out the window?
1: I don't love you anymore. This Christmas I'm going to spend alone.
3: We never talk anymore.
1: Yeah, so the, I want you to get a real job None of this one day year stuff
3: <laughs> What did Mrs. Claus say to Santa When they were looking out the window You're always just reading your fan mail And not
1: listening to me
4: <laughs> Go on then, Eli
3: Can we stop get having so
1: it. many little men living in our house <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a
3: reindeer uh-huh. uh, Alright, one more to Bonnie Because this is the Bonnie's bonbons okay. One more final one
5: Alright,
4: I'll make it a good one So
3: it's going to be the song And then the joke.
2: Thanks for (laughs) explaining this segment to Bonnie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't invent (laughs) it. Classic mansplaining (laughs) there, Eli. (laughs) Disgusting.
3: (laughs) Sorry, one sec. Let's just do... No, never mind. Couldn't find it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
4: All right. I'm going to choose a long one so that you can pick up the song a bit easier. Brilliant. Um, Let me just... Oh, they're all a bit short, aren't they?
5: You've
2: got
3: to compose yourself before you sing. Yeah,
4: Oh, that is a hard one. Okay. Well, you've made
3: it for... It. Yeah, it's a very hard game. Plenty of rules in this one.
4: Multi-level.
1: It's just... Um, we're not good singers. Ed Josh is our only good singer. <laughs> what is the joke?
4: Okay, I'll just say the joke. What do you get if Santa goes down the chimney when a fire is lit?
3: <laughs> it's lit, fam. Uh, fam. Hey. Anyone? Let's Nope.
1: That man would be hot, in fact.
2: That man would be way hot. Yeah, uh, A pun on his name involving burning. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on,
3: Josh. Moral puns.
2: Deconstructed jokes. C- They're C- really in uh, right
1: now. Cinders claws. <laughs> no. Could have it.
4: Crispy crinkle.
1: Ah.
3: Yep. There you go. Bon- Bonnie's bonbons. I nearly played. This- <laughs> what was the song?
4: Well, it was Winter Wonderland. Oh, you know, it's yeah. a bit hard, isn't mm-hmm. it? So melodic. Santa Why went down, we down the, the tree. Down, <laughs> like, what do you get if Santa goes down the chimney when a fire is lit? <laughs> what is it,
1: guys?
3: What, do do? Cinder, what is it, Cinder Claws?
1: <laughs> no, that was We're my speakers. one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> ah. No, don't make that a thing.
1: <laughs> cinder Claus.
3: <laughs> you are on Sin though. And, and nice. uh, it's cause for a song. Raffi with Banana Phone on the all-day breakfast, Sin 90.7.
2: Why don't we what play a, that again? What a banana banger. Oh uh, Raffi with Banana Phone here on the All Day Breakfast on Sin 90.7. I must explain. <laughs> um, Please do. I haven't done any of my Christmas shopping except mm-hmm. for my cousin's little baby kid. Um, and uh, I heard this song for the first time. This was not a part of my childhood. Uh, uh, you've and out. You've if raised it correctly. If I'd heard it earlier in the year it would have been top of my Spotify rewind <laughs> by a yeah, mile no, it's-, it's this I've just been playing it on repeat. I've, my mum loves it she was singing it to her students in her class. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unfortunately she teaches English to adults so it was a bit awkward.
3: <laughs> Banana phone It's the only phone with a peel and you know what we uh. have to do is peel back the layers of
1: impressions. That's
0: another one of those impressions Sid, 90.7.
1: Well, just like a banana phone, I do have a whole bunch of these, mm-hmm. uh, but today, <laughs> no, I have two variations on the same one. Okay. All right, so this is this is your great chance, ladies and gents out there, if you do have any capital pre-Christmas invested in this, I will give you the idea, and we'll split the profits 60-40, 60 to me, 40 to you, uh, contact us or the station, we will... Do this. I'm in for it.
3: Well, the thing is, inventions are uh, 100 percent great ideas, zero yeah. percent funding.
1: Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> and you sell them to us. We, you sell them to us. We see if it's a viable idea.
1: Exactly. People out there can decide, and they can uh, they can bankroll my ideas. Okay. Well, yeah, nice.
3: what have you got?
1: All right. What's something that's in every home?
3: A house. A banana. Walls.
2: No.
1: Sorry. Still no. got a the phone on the brain. Close this, yes, but. Toilet. T- toilet yes! Oh. A toilet. Okay. Are we, going,
3: we better not be going down the gurgler. T-
1: t- sorry, I'm flush out of enjoying that joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so, you know, you all enjoy your own home toilet. You're comfortable there, there's your uh-huh. own one. But much worse than that is when you're out in public and you've got to use a public toilet. Mm. Now, there's three variations on the public toilet there. There's. The normal public toilet. Looks like a normal (laughs) toilet you have at home. (laughs) I feel like there's there's only one. (laughs) There's no no. Then there's the metal ones with no Uh, seats. You don't want to sit on those, Mm -hmm. I promise you that much. And then there's what was the normal one, only the seats hot. (laughs) Ouch. Yeah.
2: How about the fourth variation, which is the cyber toilet from the future that they have somewhere?
1: Yeah, like, that- with the automatic
2: doors, it, it seems like you're going to be summarily executed in there. Sometimes it's arguably,
1: <laughs> arguably that's a better idea than the one I have. <laughs> uh, and so,
3: how are you going to change the the daily habit of toileting?
1: Well, mm. I'm glad you asked, Eli, because. <laughs> All right, my new no, my new idea—the Brent Hot Seat—is what <laughs> yeah. I call it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's nothing worse than when you sit on the toilet, the public toilet, and it's hot. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. I've just touched where someone else's hot butt's been on before him. Mm-hmm. So this one uses the water that's already coming through the toilet system to water cool the inside of the toilet seat, so it's constantly cool. And with a self cleaning feature on top that will spray and wipe down, then quickly heat up and cool the toilet seat, so you never have to sit on a dirty or hot toilet seat in public.
3: Self-cleaning, self-warming.
4: Hang on, sorry. Wouldn't that make the seat wet?
1: No, no, because it quickly heats up straight after. Oh, okay. And then it dries it. And then it dries it, and then it cools again with the water cooling.
4: Mm. Not a bad idea, considering that girls have a 100% sit-down rate. That's true. How would that benefit?
2: I think there's at least a 75% hover rate, right? What do you mean? Hover. Just, you know, in public space, especially on those metal ones. You've got to sort of do a balancing act. Have
4: mm-hmm.
2: you? Have you? <laughs> not fun. No, I won't I <laughs>
4: uh, I
2: think. I think well, that, I, I'm. I'm not sure this is the original idea,
1: Brent. Because what? I mean, have you ever been to Japan?
4: Yeah, I was going to say. I
1: haven't, but. I mean, like...
3: They're, they're 40 years in the future with
1: toilets. They mm. know that's their true. toilets back in... They have super toilets. They actually have super toilets. They do. They sell. I saw a, a video one time, actually, for this toilet. It cost $40,000. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. But it uh, analyses everything you put into it, tells oh. you your nutritional status. I love that. How dehydrated you are yes. and everything like that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's invasive. Yeah,
4: that's... You don't want to know that.
3: I then. do, because I'm all about my metabolic rates. <laughs> I also want to know, Brent's hot seat, how's this going to differentiate between the hot seat Eddie McGuire sits in front of you on the show... About 5pm on Channel 9. How's that going to be? Well, point of fun there? fact,
2: the first one Brent sold was to Eddie Maguire. It's the prototype. <laughs> that's <on> true. It. <laughs> it's true. Uh, okay, because
5: that's
3: why it's called the hot seat yeah. now, because you've got the Brent's hot seat.
1: No, uh, and, and Brent's going to be a millionaire after this idea comes through. That's true. And <laughs> oh. uh, with this hot seat, there's the only piece of shit's going down the toilet. It's not sitting across from you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Zing!
1: Spicy, spicy. Yeah. I've just burned a McGuire bridge. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't care. So, so what's the variation? Uh, so the alternate variation is the for some people that like that comfort. Say you've uh, recently been through a breakup, or whatever. You can install it in your home one, and it's the hot seat that stays warm after it dries, so you feel like you've still got someone living with you. Gross. <laughs> oh.
4: <laughs> and, or for those people that like to spend lots of time on their phones. That's true. Keep you
1: warm in the cold winter months mm. while you're reading your news in exactly. the morning.
3: Um, where can we find your? Where can we find? Like, what do we do if we want to get this idea All you have
1: to do is just message us on Facebook. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Message me personally or the All Day Breakfast on Facebook or Twitter, and uh, we'll talk business. If you're really to bankroll it, I'm ready to sell the idea. (laughs) (laughs) You're
3: on the All Day Breakfast in 90.7. Josh, Brent and Bonnie, here is, I think it's foreigner?
1: Yeah, it is. And I've been waiting for a track like this.
0: (laughs) We're burning your toast on the All Day Breakfast.
1: We've been waiting for listeners like you. You're on Sin 90.7, the old day at breakfast. Unfortunately, it is time to wrap the show, and it's actually time for us to wrap uh, our Wednesdays.
3: Yeah, Wednesdays. What are we doing? Because it's the last show of our season today. <laughs> when were we supposed to do this? Outside at a cafe, all their breakfast <laughs> goes All no, their no, 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 breakfast
2: guys,
1: guys, We were also supposed to play kabadi, but you
2: know things happen. I was yeah, supposed yeah. to
1: do a stand-up set. These <laughs> no, no, these things, <laughs> are, these things are all happening. Uh, I want to break the news to you guys here in the studio. Okay. And, yeah,
3: what are we doing? We <laughs>
1: haven't actually talked about it. <laughs> and to our listeners right now. Okay. We are not only starting your late afternoon, mm-hmm. but we will be now stating your late afternoon at the start of the week. We'll be moving to three p.m. on a Monday. Yep. Woo! Everybody so, uh, loves Mondays. Exa- well, <laughs> except for the Boomtown Rats <laughs> uh, and the girl that they wrote the song about. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so uh, we will be starting from this coming Monday, 3pm, the All Day Breakfast. Start your week at 3pm on a Monday. Has Pam approved that? Uh, Pam actually fought for it.
3: <laughs> That's uh, By the way, if you, if you don't know who she is, Pam's our HR People and
4: Culture Officer here at
3: the All Day Breakfast. We've got a specialist one. I'm just She's... Run through that. She knows.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's ahead of the game. She okay. yeah, she fall for this. So Pam right. will
4: be on actually on Monday. Yeah, she's maybe. actually going to be here.
2: She's Going
3: to
4: be a guest. Oh,
2: yeah. Because you've been pushing her with a request to have some time off for so long. She thought. Yeah. She'd pay you back and show you how the producing's really done. Look, I'm tired.
3: <laughs> Leave me alone. Okay. All right. So so what are we what are we doing? So what is it called?
1: Uh, so it'll be we'll be going on uh, still the all day breakfast, but there's a little caveat uh, mm-hmm. at the end of this. Mm-hmm. So we get the all day breakfast, but coming into summer season, we thought. Why not add a little all-day breakfast BBQ?
3: Barbecue, sweet. Covering my vegan sausages.
1: Yeah, you can. Yes. Absolutely. So you'll be a, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: We'll be we'll be bringing the straight hot content that you've known to expect from the all-day breakfast, but we'll also be barbecuing it up with some of our celebrity friends. Mm-hmm. We're going to be adding a little sizzle to the usual spice. Hey, Australia's latest mm. breakfast show. Mm. So
5: Beautiful.
2: Stick around for that. We've got a even shorter turnaround so you, it's a really a good news announcement for all our listeners because they don't have to wait long for the next episode no. that's true
3: exactly but you know what we've got to do until then there's a theme on the show that we run it's um, it's 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 looking inside ourselves mm-hmm. and staying true to, true to yourselves
0: well see you later all boys you- that's all for this week like us on Facebook Twitter and Bebo and be sure to catch us here on Sin 90.7 for the all day breakfast Until next time, stay true to yourself.